Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everybody. We've got a little short today about mediumship. Chameleonaire here with our wonderful special guest and friend, Brenda Sue. So let's talk about mediumship. Brenda Sue. Yes, this is Brenda Sue Jean Louise Jolene III, aka Brenda Sue the Intuitive, aka Brenda Sue from the OMG podcast. We love them all. <laughs> So I'm excited to be here to talk about mediumship today. So what do you want to know about mediumship? How long I've been doing it, how I like doing it, where I like doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get dirty now. (laughs) I guess question one, when was your calling towards mediumship? How do you start something like that? Well, I started doing mediumship because my older children were seeing spirits in our house on a regular basis, and they were really scared. And so I wanted to be able to help them. So I reached out to other people that I knew that were in the biz, so to speak, had some house clearings done. And then I started my own journey of taking meditation classes and taking a Reiki class, which all led me to Mr. Bob Benz, who was my teacher and mentor in mediumship. And then I started going down that path. I was part of starting a church, y'all. Yeah, I said a church. Can you believe it? Mm. So it was called The Path. And another friend of mine and myself and some other individuals started this in um, the triad area back in 2010, I want to say. Eons ago. Yeah. So a long time ago. And it's actually still going today. I'm no longer part of it, but it was based on the spiritualist religion. And so, you know, you would get up and serve spirit during the service by doing mediumship readings for people in the congregation. But, you know, I've always had this, like, part of me that anything churchy is just not my vibe. I mean, but we we would sing, like, the Beatles songs, and we had some non-traditional churchy things, but— Kumbaya and such. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, we're here in the South, girl. I know. And everybody likes their church around here, so— uh, when I moved moved away to Sweden, I became, you know, I wasn't associated with the path anymore, but they still do a lot of good work and have a lot of good teachers that come through there that do talks and things. That's when I got started. So that was back in 2010, I would say that I took my mediumship course and then kind of laid it to the side for a while and then have recently picked it back up, I would say, within the last couple of years, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that sounds about right. And, you know, many of you, if you're in the triad area, you've definitely heard of the wonderful Mr. Bob Benz, who has passed. He was a great teacher and a wonderful medium. 
Tell me a little bit about your experience with him and how you kind of branched off from his own methods. So Bob had a very particular way of teaching, which was probably uh, from the spiritualist tradition, but the way that he would see, and he was a really good medium and psychic reader, he would see things in a cue. So everything would be lined up in his intuitive eye. He would see like, the line of things that were there to come forward. And a friend of mine that was taking the same class with me, she saw things exactly the same the way that he did, but I didn't see it that way. I would get one thing and then I'd be sitting standing there like, okay, where's that other thing in the queue? I don't see no queue. Uh, and you're standing there, you know, in front of an audience of people and you're like, okay, I need something to come through spirits so I don't feel weird. And then the more that you start panicking, of course, the more it blocks that flow of, <laughs> of messages coming through. So I just kind of had to develop my own way of getting messages and being able to share those with the person that, you know, that I'm reading for, for us to figure out exactly what is coming through. Because a lot of times it starts out very vague. It might be, you know, they show me, daffodils or they show me a flower or they show me a red truck or you know it can be like a picture or I get a number or I'll get a, an initial and a lot of times if I'm having a hard time connecting with who the person is then I'll ask well can you show me how you passed and sometimes they will show me I'll get a feeling either in my body like a physical feeling heaviness in my chest so for me that could be heart or it could be lungs anything in the chest cavity or I'll get a specific part of the body where there might have been something going on in their final time here on this planet. What was the question again? I think I totally diverged off of the question. <laughs> That's okay. Um, really, just kind of what was your calling and how you kind of spun off from your original teachings? Because everyone takes a craft like that and makes it their own. Right. I think, you know, being able to be of service to people in that way of, you know, helping them to connect with loved ones who aren't here anymore that maybe they had some unfinished business with or that they just miss so much and want to be able to feel connected to. And, you know, during a reading, whenever you're getting those very specific things about people, then the person who is being read knows that that is their person coming through and they can feel feel close to that person again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they're in the room with us <laughs> and you can feel their their presence and their essence. If they were very joyful and happy, I'll feel that joyful, happy feeling in myself. If they were, say, depressed or ashamed of something, I will feel that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think what so many people get wrong about mediumship is they go in looking for something concrete or a definitive answer. For example, they might want to know the love of my life, you know, what are his initials and where will I meet him and how tall is he and what color are his eyes. But we all have free will and free choice. And if we had such definitive concrete information, maybe our choices seeking that out might divert us away from the path. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you're also going to be living your life like, I'm going to meet this person in a specific place. So I'm going to go there every single day until I see him. Right. 
and you put your life on hold for this one thing. And I think that that makes you close down to other experiences that you might have. Right. Like a church lady would say, you might be blocking your blessing doing all that. (laughs) You just never know. That's right. Well, other than that initial stage fright before you get into your groove, what is the hardest part about being a medium and doing this work? I think it's really hard when people don't get what they want. Like they come in and they have a specific person that they want to connect with. And if that person is just not available to come through, then they have that disappointment. And I feel disappointed for them because I feel like I'm not able to do my job. Even though whenever I sit down with a client, I'm always asking spirit for the client's highest and best good and that that they receive exactly what they need for healing on their journey in this very moment in time. So they may think they want to hear something, but spirit might be like, oh, you can wait on that but you need to hear about this right now. So I had a client one time, she was out in uh, Colorado and I was doing a Zoom reading with her and she had all of these ancestors that were coming through and she didn't know who any of them were because she was adopted and I believe she was from China, Mm -hmm. maybe. And she was adopted and had grown up here in America, but it was all of her, her mother came through. And she was, at the end of the reading, she was like, I really didn't feel like I needed to see my mother or didn't need to know anything about her. But apparently Spirit or her mother wanted to come through and let her know that, you know, she didn't want to give her away. She didn't have any choice. Okay. So she had grown up in a very loving home and had a really good life. And I don't feel like... She didn't feel like she had always wondered about that, like if her mom really wanted to have her or not. But her mother apparently wanted her to get the message that she did want to have her, but she just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Very important message, too. Yeah. So it's really, it can be really strange the things that come through whenever you, you disappoint people or you can't get the exact answer that they want about, you know, a certain person who's crossed over. And maybe it's just not for their highest and best good for them to know that thing or the person in spirit just doesn't want to share it with them. Right. And another thing that I think you encounter um, when you seek out the services of a medium, this has happened to me personally, as well as to a good friend of mine. You go in and you get all the messages and they're intriguing and you're trying to put them together like this mystic puzzle, but it just doesn't make sense. And then later, say some months go by or even a year goes by and you listen to that recording again And all of a sudden, boom, it's all there and it's lining up. So not everything is immediate. And I think people who are seeking out that service really need to understand that as well. You do hear what you are meant to hear at that time. Absolutely. And I think it's really good to keep notes of the things that you, you know, you get during readings and then go back and look at it a year later and see, did this happen or can I piece this together now? Because a lot of times... A lot of times, too, relatives will come through that you don't know. Right. But they see an opportunity to be like, oh, I'm going to, I need to give a message to great aunt June that doesn't know. And she, this, but this person doesn't know who I am. But I'm coming through right now because I see my point of opportunity. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you just, you write those things down and maybe you talk to other people in the family and maybe you never know. But that spirit saw that opportunity to come through with their message. And so, 
even if it doesn't mean anything to you, like I think it means something to the spirit because they have the opportunity to, to speak. And maybe your higher self needed to absorb it, and it's just not something you need to carry in your day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could definitely be one of the answers. Yeah, a lot of times I'll have people who, who come in and their relatives are coming through and like confirming that they are breaking hereditary ancestral traumas or patterns in their families. And I think that's one of my favorite parts is whenever people get that confirmation that, you know what, I didn't do so great on the earth plane, but you are doing so much better and you're breaking that that family lineage of whether it's alcoholism or abuse or whatever the, the negative thing is that they are breaking right. in the cycle of their families. So that's really cool when that happens too. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this then, as a medium. How does it affect your energy personally when you do these sessions and impart this information onto people? I don't do them back to back during the day. So whenever I do readings, I usually feel really good afterwards. Sometimes I feel sad. Like if people have really sad things that come through, I'll feel sad for them too. But it's really important to like energetically clear yourself. Mm -hmm. So however it is that you do that, if you in the reading and you go and you Palo Santo yourself or sage yourself or burn some incense in your room that you've been using to do readings, stick a selenite and stick it in your bra. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> However it is that you decide <laughs> to clear your energy and also going out and grounding yourself too, because we've recorded this twice now. So Camille and I were talking earlier about um, how you're kind of in a different energy vibration. So you're up there in a higher energy frequency, tapping into spirit and doing readings. And then you need to like come back into your real world because like she said, nobody's going to do the laundry. I know y'all didn't hear that, but you know, you're the only one doing the laundry, (laughs) y'all. So you have to kind of like, be able to go in and out of the different energy frequencies. And I think doing like a lot of readings here in one day is probably not for your highest and best good because I think it is really, can be really taxing on your your physical body. Maybe not your energetic body, but definitely on the physical body because you're going in and out of different vibrations. Right. I picture this waiting room of spirits just kind of hanging out. Is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? (laughs) Well, it is kind of like that. (laughs) Like you'll have a dominant spirit who's like the strong person in the the family or Mm -hmm. uh, the one that wants to come through the most. And then after they say what they got to say, then sometimes they'll bring through other family members or they'll allow other people to come through and they kind of take a back seat. So that's always interesting to see who the strong personality in the family is. Yeah. As in life, so in spirit, right? Right, exactly. And they usually have the clearest messages too. Mm -hmm. Like they're really able to communicate really clearly. Good. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about mediumship in general for someone who might be just a little woo curious and considering trying it? I think if you want to try it and you ask around with your friends and stuff, you know, ask for a good medium. You don't need to be just going to anybody like 1-800-PSYCHIC or anything like that. (laughs) No, stick with Brenda Sue, believe me. (laughs) Even though there could be some good ones on there too. I don't know. But ask your friends, ask your family. Find a good medium or psychic reader or card reader or whatever it is that you're curious about and always go in with an open mind. So 
you know, if messages are coming through, then be open to them. Even if you can't place them right now, you can be like, I can't place that right now. Because if you say no, 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 that closes down the energy connection between the reader and the spirit who's trying to come through. So it's kind of like you just have to think in a different way because spirit is trying to come through vibrating at a different level and trying to like give you things that you might understand and you might not always understand them. So just be open-minded, try to make the connection. Of course, if there's not a connection, don't try to make it fit and make sure you write everything down because it might have significance later on. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, if I would like a reading with you, Brenda Sue, what do I do? Well, you can contact me at www.brendasuetheintuitive.com, and I have all my contact information on there. So you can email me, and I'd be happy to set up a time. I can do it on Zoom, or I have a space in the triad area. I can do it in person as well. Great. And But, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on Zoom or if you're in person. It all works the same. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of this fantastic information. And thank you out there for joining us. Yeah. And also, folks, check out the woo-woo wisdom that Chandra and I do from the OMG podcast on Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do Oracle card readings and then whatever questions come through, you can either ask live or you can send them in advance and we will put them at the front of the list if you send them in advance. And then you can watch it on the replay if you are busy during that time of the day. But that's just one of our ways that we like to try to create community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good way to get a little nugget of information and then decide, do I want to pursue this further? So right. thank you so much for that. Yeah, even if you just want a message from your guides and angels, mm-hmm. you know, encouragement. All right. All right. So we will see you next week or talk to you next week. On the OMG Podcast. Peace out. Peace out, Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.